Welcome to episode 140 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I am still way better than most and not as good as some. How are you? Wonderful. That's all I'll say. All you right. know, hey, been good. a great Sunday. And doing a podcast, about to drink some beer. I mean, really, Dave, what more can I say? Right. Is it kind of like golf, like a bad day of podcasting is a better day than at work? Yeah, yeah, for, kind for of, sure. I, I'm, I'm yeah, the golf, up a little bit. The golf analogy didn't work for me, but yeah, a, or, a bad day yeah. of podcasting, especially with our type of podcasting because we're drinking, uh-huh. is better than a good day at work. Absolutely, without question. Um, Nailed it. So, yeah. before we get to the first one, okay. Um, what the fuck, Dave? Go ahead and introduce, get to the first one. Yeah, get, introduce the first one. Okay, so the first one, uh, I want to get back to something that you could get right out of the fridge at your local Kroger, Meyer, whatever. Um, yep. You know, if you're looking in there at some of the craft brews and wondering, hmm, should I try that? Should I not try that? Well, we're going to tell you whether you should try the Perrin 5910. It's a IPA, 7%, uh, f- uh, ABV, of course, and 50 IBUs. So Perrin is a, a Comstock Park. And we've had, I would, you know, I'd have to look back to see all that. We've had a number of Perrins. Yes. Yeah. Correct. It's been a yeah. while, though. Correct. So let's try this IPA right. then. As Tone Loke would say, let's do it. And I was looking in the cupboard to get out glasses for uh, today's tastings. And for whatever reason, my focus turned to the back of the cupboard. And what did I pull out? The flights, football, and anything else. It's all bullshit. Frosted mug from uh, catch-up listener Jamie Wendy. That's right. And this is kind of what started it all, didn't it? Yes. Like we started this pod and we said, hey, you know, is there any way you can like maybe do some glasses or something? And this ended up on our on our front doorstep like a day later or something crazy. And as far back to your comment about glasses we use at the North Studio, like I don't even drink my iced coffee at night out of pod glasses. Like because I've got rid of the Alcatraz pint glass from the rotation of the pod. Right. Because, you know, Alcatraz has been closed. That was a cool uh, bar. Yeah. You know. Right. But I got rid of it. This glass, that glass, this glass. I don't, like, I don't you typically drink anything out of the not a big deal glass other than pod beer. Unless it's like, okay, well, we just, you know, on Monday night, we didn't use not a big deal. And we just had it at the North Studio. So I can drink milk out of the not a big deal glass. But typically I have pod pints, mugs, yeah. and then nod pod yeah. mugs. Right. So. so for those of you taking notes, yeah. trying to keep track of Mike's OCDs, then, you know, just jot that down. And I'm going out of the Pelforth glass, which I believe is the beer, the glass that I took from the bar that with the uh, waiter's approval, of course. That ruins the story, Mike. You got, uh, well, don't add that anymore. Um, Just tell people. From a Paris st- bar that was uh, an American bar in Paris. So, cheers. Cheers. Oh, that was a good clam. That was. Hmm. Yep. Decent American yeah. IPA. There's a. Uh, Boy, if I did this blindfolded, well, not, not even blindfolded because I, I can't see a, 
uh, IBU, so I don't even need the blindfold for that. But if you wouldn't have told me 7 and 50, I would have put, probably put it at about 70 to 75 because there's a little, there's a bitter finish to this. Yeah. It's not bad, but it's just no, like right, right. I would have surprised you yeah, a little bit. I would have anticipated higher than 50. Um, last night, uh, shout out to the Big Dog League. First time in two years I made the draft. So I'm actually fired up for my team in this league. I have finished third once. Top three get money. I have finished third once and typically eighth, ninth, or tenth in every other year. And quite frankly, like the two, the last two years, the draft is the fantasy league. And, you know, for other reasons, I just didn't make those last two. I drafted online pick, and speaking of which, uh, Henry's league is a Yahoo league, which the draft is at seven, which I'm going to let the computer pick that. But, I mean, that's not a get-together draft anyway. That's all online. Gotcha. But last night, um, I finally made it in person after a two-year hiatus. And that's what what fantasy sports is all about, the draft. All ten guys in the league were there. Um, Three of the guys I really don't even know including the holes. Thanks, boy, for hosting last night. Um, they just built a house, beautiful house out there. I won't give the location because we don't want the, the listeners to storm your, your castle there, boy. But um, And uh, they made, uh, I think it was a brisket. Oh, nice. But I, I, you know, wasn't it, Nate? You'll have to let me know. I don't know. But yeah, get the camaraderie, they're just bantering back right. and forth, eating, drinking. And there was a game. You picked who? Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. Um, and there was a game, fuck, I forgot what the name of it is. I th- think it was called, uh, can jam or something like that. And what it was, was you, you had a Frisbee yep. kind of, it, it, and it's basically the same setup as cornhole, but except the boards you used, it looked like a smaller and a half barrel, but bigger than a quarter barrel plastic thing. And there was a, sl- a slot sl- slot in the yep. middle. Yep. We've got one. Okay. And then. Yep. And instead of the bean bags, you used a frisbee. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking as I watched them play earlier before the draft started, and the raindrops were falling. I'm like, that's a stupid game, you know. And I wasn't paying attention. But then the draft was over. I just texted Liz to come pick me up, and she's like, you know, I knew how long it was going to take her. And you know, Andy, one of the guys in the league, said, "Why don't you play?" I said, "Because I, I can't fucking throw a frisbee, number one." <laughs> and um, but yeah, I mean, anyway, it was fucking fun. Yeah. I mean, my team got beat twenty-one to six, but nonetheless, mm-hmm. I mean, my throws were close, and yeah, I mean, good. it was actually, you know, it yeah. actually, dare I say, more fun than cornhole, because you know, I throw it, and then you play a part because you're trying to tap, tap it, it in, in, you know. So yeah. there's a lot of anticipation. Yeah, and the frisbee's it, it, coming. So that at was you. actually, and, and then, but but again, the whole draft experience. Again, I'm sure I'll finish ninth or tenth, as I usually always do, because it's an IDP league. Yeah. And what imagine wait a minute, imagine cornhole, your partner's throwing the bag and you get to yeah. slam it down into the hole. I don't know. I think that would I don't almost, know if it, that if would it, probably be worse, I think. Yeah, that would maybe. be tough to knock it in because it's a smaller hole. That's well then I got another I got another <laughs> I got another game for you then. Um it's called uh um Oh Beersby. Okay. And so you've got two poles about the same distance apart as Can Jam. Can then, Jim, that's what it yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And then you've got um, beer bottles. Empty beer bottles could be full, make it more interesting, uh, on top of the pole. 
And same thing, you've got a partner that's playing across from you on the opposite side. Oh no, wait a minute. No, your partner is with you? Ah, oh, shit. I'm, I'm, I wasn't expecting to talk about right, this, but right. in any event, you've got a Frisbee, and you're trying to throw the Frisbee and hit the pole and knock the beer bottle off. But if you're at the pole that's trying to get hit, you're trying to catch the Frisbee instead of hitting the pole. But if it hits the pole, if you catch the beer bottle on the way down before it hits the ground, the other team doesn't get as many points. Okay. Yeah. Man. So, but yeah, so that was that was a fun good. game, and it was a good conclusion to draft night. Kind of, sort of like my team, but you know that usually means death to me. The best time, the best leagues I've been in, when I leave the draft, like ah, this team is shitty, and I do good. When, I'm, when I when I leave, like I'm gonna kill everybody. It, Max right says the, the same thing. Yep, exact well, same I, thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's high expectation. You leave yeah. like, hey man, whoo! I got the best players. I'm all set. Yes. And then he, and then he, yep, gets a plantar fasciitis or something. And is out for four weeks or you know I don't know breaks a thumb. Exactly. So yeah. So um, and Nate, who's the commissioner of that league, also sister station, which is we'll get to third tasting. Uh, spilling the nachos, episode sixty-three. Uh, something. What? How, how much should delivery cost? Or something's the title of episode sixty-three. Haven't listened to it yet, and I told him last night that I wouldn't because there's a topic that they covered when they recorded Wednesday that we will cover during sports tonight. And I said, well, I'm not going to listen to them because that way we'll see if we completely agree or completely disagree. You know, without right. you know. Getting be, good a look plan. behind the curtain, so good plan. But that episode's out. So, um, what what have you watched the uh, okay. since last week at the North Studio, Dave? So I don't think I'm going to include it as an fu, but um, for whatever reason, you know, I get people sending me, "Oh, watch this TikTok. Oh, watch this TikTok." And I've been doing the same thing to you on a couple and of. Only, I, I can't remember my password, and therefore I cannot do what you send me until I sign in. Get your damn password. Uh, Anyway, but I I went on my first legitimate um, TikTok binge um, this weekend, and that blew any of my viewing. It's addictive. Because it is. It's so addictive, and I just I couldn't believe it. I looked up, it's like it's 1230. Especially when you come across the smoke shows dancing. And, you know, it's like the the Applebee song, crazy – what, what, what's that? It's like crazy like Applebee yeah. on a Friday night. Right. You know, and, you know, they're all doing the same TikTok dance. And when you get the smoke shows doing it, it's like, all right, this is, I'll watch this one again. So, but, but yeah, uh, I, I do but have I, to get my password back so I can get back <laughs> into that addiction. The one thing I did watch, uh, Disney Plus. They've got a new superhero, I think it's six or eight episodes. I didn't check. Uh, She-Hulk, which I thought, yeah, the She-Hulk was a comic book thing. They actually, you know, published, uh, Marvel published some She-Hulk. I, I, I don't remember how successful that was, but I thought... Almost sounds like Hermaphrodite. <laughs> God. So I thought this was going to be a big hit or miss. Do you know what I mean? They're either going to yeah. botch this up or it's going to be super stupid. Well, and based on so far what you've told me, I'm going to lean on the side of super stupid. Maybe I'm wrong, but we'll see. Go ahead. I think it, I think it depends. So, so far, I'm like... I, I'm I'm into it enough. I'm probably gonna watch the second episode when it comes out. Is this, Disney is one of the, are they one of those like weekly things like every yeah. third? Okay. Yep. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna tune in next week, but it's basically um, the Hulk, Bruce Banner. Yep. Okay. His cousin ends up through a series of unfortunate circumstances getting the same, getting his blood in a in a cut that she sustained. There. I mean, spoiler alert. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't have much to do with the whole thing. They 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 kind of they tell you the story of how she ends up becoming She-Hulk anyway. So it's not that big a deal. It's a very very small part of the. They rush through it anyway. So she becomes a Hulk. All right. Um, but. They actually have uh, Mark Ruffalo, who plays the Hulk in the Marvel movies. Oh, okay. And they have the Hulk in this first one, and I thought that was a pretty clever way to bring this in and and to get people that are already Marvel fans and already into the whole Marvel universe. Not to interrupt, but I'm going to put you on the spot. Who's the original Hulk? Bruce Banner. Or, I mean, uh, Mark Ferrigno. No, what? uh, Lou Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. Continue. Continue. I had Mark on the brain and no Lou. Um, I used to watch that show, by the way. That it was, still I did was too. pretty good I did too. Yeah, yep. we were young enough that it would yeah. freak you out a little bit. Um, so you know they. Brought, I thought that was a clever way to to bring along all the the Marvel fans that are already big into that to say, Correct. okay, all right, well, all right. I, first episode, cool. The Hulk's in it. We'll yeah. we'll we'll try to. We'll try the second episode. All right. Um, speaking of shows like that, I like I haven't seen it in a long time, but I've seen it like one or two pieces of episodes on like an A and E or an AMC or whatever. But back in the day, I used to love the Six Million Dollar Man. Oh yeah. Now Heck you yeah. watch it and it's like, yeah, this was a fucking stupid show. <laughs> it's like. I just right now. No, and the I know they lost it. I think the the series finale was the whole Bigfoot episode. Well, that was Andre the Giant, I think, wasn't it? That was in the Bigfoot costumes. Oh, could have been. I'm pretty sure it was Andre the Giant. All right. Yeah. Well, that makes sense because he's a big dude. And it wasn't on stilts. It wasn't clunky. I'm right. like, this is, looks like a, a super huge person in a in a suit. So yeah. Well, and speaking of Andre the Giant, I've seen two things this past week. Um. Yeah. I I gotta tell people if you have the ability to watch A and E, and this marks a, a pod record. Every time from here on out, it's gonna extend our pod record. But for like. The fourth week in a row, I'm going to mention wrestling. And the A&E WWE Legends series is phenomenal. And I'm not asking you to order a pay-per-view and sit through four hours of a wrestling match. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you have the ability to watch A&E Legends, the stories they tell are just... um, I'm glad Liz went downstairs to do laundry and... um, Call her mom because the end of the Bret Hart, and I, I hated the Hitman Hart. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there that ever, and the best that will ever be, or however the fuck you, the best there is, the best yeah. there was, and the best that will will ever be. be. I fucking hated that guy. I I thought he sucked. <laughs> I did. Right. I liked Jim the Anvil Neidhart when they were tag team, but I, I hated Bret Hart. That said. The documentary, I mean, the whole range of emotions from personal to business, 
you know, and I guess maybe I'm just, maybe I'm going through male menopause or something, because I fucking had t- the last, not the last <laughs> 10 minutes, the, 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 the 10, 12 minutes before the last 10 minutes, tears in my eyes. I mean, it's, it's, it's just life, what these guys go through. Yeah, sure, they show some wrestling things, but it's, it's the story behind the wrestling that makes it like, and yeah, I'm sure, I'm not naive, you could tilt things a certain way you know, to tell a story like you, because like, you know, like the, the last dance, which Michael Jordan had a big say in everything, you know, because it was his story. And I'm sure the captain with Derek Jeter is the same way. And the goat with Tom Brady is the same way, you know, because like, um, I think it was Pippen was one of them. Like, that's not the way that fucking happened. Right. You know, but it's the way Jordan told it. So whatever. Sure. So, and I'm sure some of these A&E WWE legends, but I mean, they're just phenomenal stories, and it's like, and it's not, not even the wrestling. It's the story, what these guys go through behind the stage, and what they came from, where they went, this, that, and the other thing that makes it right. fantastic. So, um, I'm done with season one. Bret Hart was the last of season one. I think there's three episodes, season two, and I still got to watch the Booker T episode. Yeah, on season one. Right. Um, well, some of that stuff is they just they show like how shitty some people's lives are oh, behind the scenes. So you're like, damn, my life's not that bad. Exactly. And, the, and the, a lot of what they do, I mean, like one of the things with Bret Hart, it's not really a spoiler alert. It's worth watching anyway. But like his first marriage ended because he was so dedicated. I mean, he's on the road 300 days a year and his first wife is home with their kids. Right. But, you know, he's trying to provide for his family, and that's what he loved. I mean, it's just, it, they're all just, the Mankind one is, Mick, the, not Mankind, the Mick Foley one. Is, they're all great. Yeah. You know, so I. Well, it, that's the problem we're going to run into pretty soon here, too, with, you know, with us and the show and all the demand yeah. and stuff like that. Our oh, wives are going to be like, what, exactly. are we, what are we hanging around here for, for you losers? Yes, you sure. Constantly drinking beer and talking into a, look like a. dildo. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so you don't, I'm not asking you to watch wrestling weekly. I'm saying give that a shot. They're interesting stories. Second thing, uh, and it's actually a perfect segment and we're going to bump up a pod segment into segment one. We never do it in segment one, but I think it ties in perfectly. So on Paramount Plus, I watched The Day the Music Died, American Pie. Okay. Hour and 40 minutes. Um, because uh, Buddy Holly, the Big Bopper, and Richie Valens were in a plane crash February something of uh, 72. Right? That's 50 years, right? 72? Yeah, when I, yeah, sure. I was oh, no, I was no, too- no. The plane crash was in 50, yeah, because it was 63 years in February. It was the 63rd anniversary, but Don McLean wrote the song in 72. 72. So it's the 50th anniversary yeah. of American Pie. Sure. Yeah. So they go into that. I was that. two years old. So right. I, yeah. But you're 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 very familiar with American I am. Pie, correct? Yes. Yes. And I know and what that's basi- about. And that basically goes in to what this story is about. And Don McLean, they're talking to him about it, and he's telling this, and they go from this perspective to that perspective. is It's very well done. And basically, the end of basically, there's Garth Brooks. And I didn't even fucking recognize Garth Brooks. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm like, who is that guy? And then he, they go back to the concert where he played it, and Don McLean came out, and, and I'm like, that's fucking Garth Brooks. Holy shit! I thought I put on weight. Anyway, that's that's a side note. But and then a band I've never heard of who sings it 
uh, tenor style acapella and, and how everybody in concerts, they know the words even though they don't speak English, blah, blah, blah. And Don McLean really tells a story about it. It's like, um, like the part about the, the newspapers on the porch, that's actually him because he delivered the papers that day when the headline, this, that, and everybody thinks that um, the jester stole his thorny crown is about Elvis Presley, but he's like, Elvis Presley didn't have a thorny crown. And he explains some of the meaning. So it's a real life song. Huh. Anyway, hour and 35, hour and 45 minutes, Basically, it's saying that American Pie is the greatest song of all time. It's on my GOAT list on Spotify. I have a list that I call GOAT. Yeah. And American Pie is in there. I would agree with that. Now, what segment do you think this is going to segue into, Dave? Could be the Mount Rushmore yes. of your favorite songs. Yes. How did now, I know that? How now, did I know that was coming? Now, you're not going to play that fucking music oh, with me trying to... Guess the song now. Oh, right? no. No, okay. not at all. Now, my list isn't as doesn't contain songs that are as impactful as American Pie. Right. But I, I find it strange that they're saying the great... Because really, if that plane does not crash... Right. Is that song ever written? No. Because that he that he was a big fan of that type of music, and they cover this all in that series. That's why I say it's, it's actually excellent. It's it's really good. Yeah. But if that plane doesn't crash, Don McLean doesn't think about it, doesn't write the song, and therefore, Don McLean has a couple other decent songs. Because I was thinking he was a one hit wonder, but then they played some clips of his song, right. and I, I'm like, oh, I know that song. Oh, yeah. I know that song. Yeah. So he's not a one hit wonder, but American Pie clearly is his hit. Yeah. And obviously, like I said, it's not on my Mount Rushmore, but it's on my GOAT list. Yeah. So I was watching that, and I'm thinking, all right, this is going to be a perfect Mount Rushmore. So I will go, and for various reasons, and again, none of them have the impact that American Pie did. I don't know of any song that you could say had the impact that American Pie, especially after watching that documentary, but my number four song on my Mount Rushmore is going to be As Good As I Once Was by Toby Keith. Oh, yeah. Because listen to that fucking song, yep. and you tell me if that's not, you know, yeah. coming up, you, you know, you, you think you're a badass high school jock, you know, young, you know, this, that, and the other, you, you progressively get older, you know, so right. to me that song has meaning, so I'm putting As Good As I Once Was by Toby Keith on my Mount Rushmore of songs. Uh, okay, so again, this is—I mean, this Mount Rushmore is oh, super broad. Uh, Jamie, and uh, I could come up with a four different ones. You yeah. know, in the, two earlier, hours the, from the now. earlier mentioned Jamie Wendy's really going to be pissed at this if she got pissed at our favorite. Uh, what was it? Actors, I think. No, movie character. She was pissed. She said, yeah. I, have, I have way more than four. You can't limit me to four picks. You know. Yeah. And she took offense, and I told her, it's our, our pod, fuck you, Jamie. So I won't <laughs> tell you fuck you, Jamie, this time. But, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, all right. obviously, greatest songs of all time, What, how they mean to you, this, that, and the other thing, this, that, and the other thing. You know, Like you said, maybe next week in episode 141, you'd, you'd be like, oh, fuck, I actually have four songs I like better than I put on my Mount Rushmore, so... Anyway, but hey, it is what it is. Let's roll. All right, so um, 
I don't, it's hard for me to put these in order, but I'll just go, I'll put one similar to yours as my number four, just because yep. same genre, Live Like You Were Dying, Tim McGraw. I, like, I don't like country. Tim McGraw is one of the country guys that I do like. I'm not sure I'm familiar with that song. But I, I probably can he, get. He gets a, he gets a um, the doctor tells him he's got cancer. So then he goes through and his whole perspective about how he should live life and how he perceives relationships yeah. and things he should do and has done. Um, and he hopes that you get a chance to live like you were dying. All right. Do all the right things. Kind of a thing. All right. My number Along the same lines as... Yeah. yeah. My number three, probably not the as inspirational. My number four is probably the most meaningful inspirational of the four, but I don't like it as much. And there are plenty of songs I like more than as good as they once was. Yeah. But I thought the meaning to follow suit with like the American Pie right. theory of, you know, the greatest of all time. My number three is... I can see through mountains, watch me disappear. I can even touch the sky, swallowing colors of the sounds I hear. Am I just a crazy guy? You bet. Flying high again, Ozzy Osbourne. Arguably the greatest <laughs> fucking rock and roll song ever. All right. Um, yeah, I wasn't a huge... I mean, obviously, there's the, the Ozzy songs that make the top 40 or the charts or whatever... Um, but I wasn't a huge fan, so I wasn't recognized. I was thinking it sounded well, more like Janis Joplin for a minute. Well, the, there, that but. was probably my rendition of it. Yeah, <laughs> I never claimed this. That's I a football like, coach yeah. voice coming yeah, through. Yeah. So, all right, um, I'm gonna go back in black. ACDC. As far as you hear that first, that yep. first guitar riff, the, the drums coming through, and everybody, I think, on the planet recognizes what's coming, and you can't help but just get a, your Adrenaline starts to flow just a little bit. So ACDC, Back in Black. Now, oddly, that is your choice of Back in Black because as good as it once was, not shook me all night long off Mount Rushmore because I, off the Back in Black album, I think shook me all night long is that powerful but it's like that's more of a favorite song and i didn't send the message i I said well i gotta have like an american pie type message in there so that's why so my number five song would probably be shook me all night long and i don't know if you've been uh the michigan state football games for a while i don't know if they still do it but like they'll play the uh thunderstruck you know thunder and everybody starts stomping their feet and the hair on the back of my neck and i'm sure I'm sure if I did it in any stadium USA, you know, during a football game and, you know, the players are coming out and you start playing that song, as far as being impactful and powerful, um, if anybody's been in that situation would probably agree with me. All right, my number two, not many are going to know the song. and it, I don't even know what it is about the song, but the, the melody, the beat, the, the guy's voice, the lyrics, if you listen to it, absolutely superb, is Far Behind by Candlebox. Now, maybe. Oh, yeah. It, oh, I mean, it, it's I, I, I get goosebumps every fucking time I hear uh, Far Behind by Candlebox. Now, I didn't know the title of the song, uh, but I definitely know it. Uh, you had just that one. Yeah, now that's a very yeah. good thing. Now, maybe. And I don't even know. Because the, the, 
as much as I listen to it, as much as I play it, yeah. I still sing it like this. Now maybe. <laughs> Left me far behind. <laughs> That's the only word I could think of. But I, and everybody out there's like, well, how's it on your Mount Rushmore if you don't even know the words, you dumb son of a bitch? Well, hey, it's my Mount Rushmore, so fuck everybody. All right. Uh, this one, again, it's kind of weird, but I, and you saw I had these written down because you, you said, yeah. hey, quick, come up with yeah. your Mount Rushmore. This one was personal to me. Uh, and if everybody's like, what the hell? Uh, jump, Van Halen, 1984. All right, might as well jump. Why? Why is that personal Why to me? Why is that personal to you, Dave? Because you're a high jumper? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so? <laughs> that would be the theme song I would hope for most high jumpers. Yeah, yeah. might as well. Yeah, because if you don't jump in high jump, you're fine. <laughs> kind of, yeah. so. Or long jumpers. Could be pole vaulters, too, but nobody really associates. Pole vault's actually a jumping event. Believe it or not. Uh, yeah, because you, you still, even though the pole's projecting you, yeah. you still got If, if you try to lay back and you don't jump and you just try to let the pole do all the work, that's when you snap the pole and impale yourself. Nick and I were at the gym the other day, and they have they had track and field event on one of the TV from, it was like five years ago, whatever. And I think you had mentioned it before. To me, I think the triple jump is the dumbest event in track and field sports. It's like, what? what is the point? Why do you have to jump? Jump and then jump. It's, it's like the long jump I get is like, hey, yeah. run and jump. Right. I, I'm I'm kind of with you about the triple jump. Um. Yeah. I don't. And I, I've tried it before. But yeah, I'm sure and I'm, like, I'm not saying I can do it. No, I'm no. Just I'm just saying like I'm. I won't be able to walk when I'm 60 <laughs> if I keep doing this. So yeah, no, coach. I'm I'm good. As I'm not doing this one. So um, and my number one. Uh, is obviously I'm biased. This is, uh, can't help falling in love by Elvis Presley. Oh my god! Wedding god. song for Liz and I, and um, what do you got the same one? No, oh. I'll say it in a minute. But, but hey, if I don't if I don't know a special if a song yeah. doesn't mean anything to me, if no song means more to me than that one, it would it would be that one. I didn't say that right, but you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I do. I do. You know, if if not for Liz, I'd probably be still living in my mom's basement, which would now be Bill's basement. <laughs> right. You know, working at I don't know if I where I'd be working because I was in, at Muhlenbeck distributing, which is no more. You know, she right. actually sent the the resume to the current job. You'd you'd be out on six seventy five with a sign that says "We'll work for more, food." More more than likely, I'm you know, and then she's you know, given you know, blessed me with the two greatest. Kids on the, in the world, obviously, you're yeah. going to uh, disagree with all, that statement, but hey, and sure. rightly so. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've always said, you know, if not for Liz, I would, best case scenario, be still in my mom's basement. Worst case scenario, I'd either be in jail or dead. There you go. So how can I not, you know, that's our wedding song. So that is my right. Mount Rushmore of songs. As different as we are in some aspects... This is crazy how world on a string. That okay, they're the number. All right, fair enough. And by like, the way, what's my number one have to be? My wedding that's song. That's right. My wife. Well, that's perfect. See that is. I've got the world on a string. Yep. So I mean, how that was I do? that was that was good, actually. Yeah. I thought uh, Frank Sinatra was in the room. Right. Um, but yeah. So 
little a little early in the pod for Mount Rushmore. I'll, I hope to get a post on there. I always say that, but then normally I'm too drunk Sunday night and then forget <laughs> about it. But hey, tell us your favorite songs. Obviously, you know, I thought it was a good segue because American Pie is because everybody knows. Yeah. Bye bye, bye Miss American, American Pie. pie. And he even said that uh, it was a question. One of the, and uh, Dave, how close are you paying attention? I said, what was, what was he wearing and what did he drive? A pink carnation in a, a pickup, pickup truck. truck. And John McClain said, I never wore a pink carnation. I never had a pickup truck. But it was just something that fit the song, and he went with it. You know, you so. know damn well when you're listening to <laughs> lyrics of some songs, you're like, that was stupid, but it rhymed. Right. So that's probably yeah. why they put it in there. Yep. Well, that's a, uh, uh, Steve Perry. There is nobody refers to it as South Detroit, but nothing fit born and raised in South Detroit. Nobody refers to it as South Detroit, but it, it yeah. fits, so right. they went with it. So, well, most people refer to that as Downriver. So, like Monroe, well, not quite Monroe, but yeah, anyway, whatever. But Too all right, anyway, so anyway, before we rate parent 59 10, yeah, I'll get a post out there, listeners, let us know your favorite songs. Give why if you want. Don't give why if you don't want, whatever. But just give your favorite songs. And let's generate some activity on that. So, anyway, Dave, you're hosting. You're first. 4.1. Simply because of, I mean, I, I think we're in like minute 33 right now of this first segment. And you were done with yours at 22 minutes yes. or something. or And I, I was done with most of it before the 30-minute mark. Uh, that is for a seven percenter 50 IBUs. Like you said, you might have dialed it up a little bit on the IBUs. Um, that was smooth. It's it's yep. got the multi backbone like it advertises, and um, yeah, four point one. That's very good. And not too far off from you, I've got it at three eighty eight. All right, probably for all the same reasons. Correct. So, Perrin fifty nine ten fifty nine ten. By the way, is the address. Of um, yeah, it's it, it stands for the home address of the brewing company, like I said in Comstock Park, Michigan, the home of liquid craftsmanship. All right, yeah, that's what they say. So I was delaying a little bit while I looked it up. Okay, two point six, so almost three thousand check-ins, three point seven five. All right, so I mean, we're in the neighborhood. Yeah, we're in the neighborhood. We liked it better than most. As you say as your introduction, but um, yeah. but right in the neighborhood. So, solid selection, David. Well, thank you, Mike. But uh, we're going to start off with... Yeah, pushed it to segment two this week because it was so minor, but... Corrections Corner. For all of you looking for that Mexican restaurant that Grandma and Grandpa Blackhawk and Liz and I went to a week ago yesterday in Mount Pleasant, in front of Meyer. I, in fairness to myself, I said in front of Meyer. So if you can't find it, you're kind of a fucking idiot anyway. But I was saying on Packard Street. Packard Street. It's Pickard Street. <laughs> okay. In and so if you're looking for Packard Street, I apologize. But I did say in front of Meyers, and there's, and there's only one Meyer in Mount Pleasant, so... 
Yeah, but hey, you. it's a corrections corner nonetheless. But sure. so minor, we pushed it to second. That, two. I think that would probably be one of the most minor corrections yes. corners we've had. But you know, how, you know, how Grandpa Blackhawk yeah. is. Yeah. He's a stickler for perfection. Yeah, this uh, is true. Happy belated birthday to Grandma Blackhawk Dana, who turned home yesterday. Yeah. Um, so you say it's your birthday. And by the way, <laughs> I did send her a text. Wishing her happy birthday on her birthday. So this greeting is a belated birthday. I did right. give her an, an on-time birthday greeting. And so. via text, which I think is more special and more intimate than the Facebook happy birthdays. Wait a Facebook minute. happy birthdays are for suckers. Did you just did you just more say intimate. a text was intimate? Intimate? Did I, I hope I didn't say it's instrument. No. <laughs> a, a text I'm is laughing. more intimate. I'm laughing at the same Facebook. time. Okay, yes, well, more intimate than Facebook, sure. Yes. 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 Well, I'm not going to okay. call her up because then Black, Grandpa Blackhawk's going to start wondering, wait, wait, what's going on here? Because <laughs> I'd actually blocked Dana on my phone. So. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's proceed with tasting number two. Cool-looking can. Isn't it a cool-looking can? Kind of loud. Okay, this is from Shelly and I's trip to Ludington. This is from Starving Artist Brewing Company in Ludington, Michigan. And I believe Andy is the brewer. Didn't get a chance to talk to him personally. He had so many people coming up. You know, you got a good thing going. This is on, I'm assuming it's his farm. Uh, he converted a barn into a brewery. And just people kept coming in and coming in and coming in. Oh, you know, getting a growler, getting a howler, you know, talking for a little bit. And it just was like a really, it was, it was a great atmosphere there. I'd like to go back. But everybody there, this is one that was not... Uh, we weren't able to get this one in the flight to taste, but uh, everyone, oh, you got to get this. You got to get this. So this is the Superhero Lunchbox. It's a Imperial Stout. It's a PB&J Imperial Stout. Wow. I don't, how did he get the licensing? Huh. That's the thing on the can. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that is the thing. From the Fantastic more, Four. More importantly, the amazing, the incredible, the spectacular superhero lunchbox brewed for the superhero in you. Feel that inner defender with our jam-packed peanut buttery stout and keep those foes at bay. That was pretty good, Mike. Thank you. All right, so. There, um, either, either he did get permission or there are just enough Differences, differences in, the, in there where he can get away with it. Yeah. Or maybe he's a rebel and said, you know what? I don't give a flying fuck. I'll put the thing on my can if I want. Yeah. Well, he this is the one where on the he's got a bunch of stuff. It's it, it's well done. Uh, the beer garden, if you want to call it. Um, he says my neighbors uh, my neighbors are listening to metal. And they don't have any. Oh ah, crap! I text I text you a picture of it. But anyway, sounds like he likes metal. You might get along with him quite a bit. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The old dark stoutness. Thumb Brewery. Caseville, Michigan. Was there not too long ago? Stouts, stouts generally do not have a ton of head, do they? No. Sounds like a priest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess depending on the denomination. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Now, before I... Ooh, ooh. that's all peanut butter on the nose, yeah. bro. Yeah, 12%, just to all give right. you a heads there we up. Go. 12% ABV, and it's got the infamous zero or NA IBUs. 
And boy, that if, if you don't smell peanut butters there, you have no scent. Or you have COVID. Yeah, that, that's peanut butter extraordinaire. Oh, now look at Dave. I had to. Uh, I, I had that scheduled for segment three. Why'd you bring it up? But why'd you bring it up to this? Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. All right. Ready? Yep. Gonna just go with the read. Yep. And then I'll give the medal if needed. Yep. I was caught in the middle of a railroad track. I looked round, and I knew there was no turning back. Mm. So I know it's not Nickelback Animals because we kind of did that. Yep. That was the last railroad. And track I'm going to the hint I'm going to give you is the amazingness of our. Feeding off one another in pod where your number one Mount Rushmore song was uh, World on a String. And my number one song was uh, Can't Help Falling in Love on the same wavelength. And this was already written down and already picked as my stumper. <laughs> and, and it's one of our songs. No, it's not oh. one of our songs. Oh. But it was... It, it was I damn near fell out of my chair when you were talking as we were going through our Mount Rushmore. And I'm like, just like you did when I said, can't help falling in love. You were like, and I'm like, can't help falling in love is your Mount Rushmore song. And then shit. So now I'm going to look really bad. Yeah. You're very, you're, you're very much so because just think back to that segment. ACDC. No. Keep, go, keep going. It's not on the back of black album, but keep going. What you were talking about. During that segment, uh, oh, Thunderstruck, <laughs> ACDC, and that yeah. was the song I picked, and you mentioned it, and I'm like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. And then I give my wedding song yeah. as my number one, and you give your wedding song as your number one, and I thought it was just like, because when you said that, it was like, after the yeah, Michigan State game, they start playing Thunder, and you, the hair yeah. on your back, and I'm like, that's the fucking, and that's written, right? I mean, uh, hey, listeners. Dave and I admit when we fuck up, which is on my part quite frequently, so I have no reason to lie to you. That was that was the song I was stumping Dave with in segment three. I was caught in the middle of a railroad track, looked round, and I knew there was no turning back. And you mentioned Thunderstruck. It was yeah. just weird how the whole segment, and then... You were like, oh, I can't believe you chose your wedding song as your number one. I chose my... Anyway, yeah. that's more personal shit for Dave and I than the listenership, but it's just mind-blowing almost. <laughs> All right, got one for you. Ready? Mm -hmm. Okay, now this is going to take you back maybe to your childhood, maybe preteen. All right. Okay. Not necessarily in your genre wheelhouse. So this right. is going to be outside, but it would have been something, I think, maybe, that you would have listened to at the time, possibly. I know it was pretty popular. So Something in 77, that's what I got yeah, my mind. Yeah, so. right around there. Some uh, 77, 77 to 80. Okay. Okay? Um, I could look further into some yeah. details, but somewhere in that neighborhood. This is going to be too easy because there's really not a verse that doesn't give it away. I'm really trying to find a verse that's not going to 
Yeah, you're going to get it, but it's fun anyway. And people go, oh, yeah, I remember that song. I haven't heard in a long, long time. <laughs> and fire flew from his fingertips as he rosined up his bow. And he pulled the bow across the strings as it made an evil hiss. Then a band of demons joined in, and it sounded something, something like, like this. this. Uh, Charlie Daniels band, uh, what is it? Devlin? Um, yep, it's yep. the devil and... Keep going. You got it. Devlin, devil, okay. Where'd he go? Where'd the devil go? Devil, devil came down to Georgia. He was looking for a stolen seal, yeah, yeah. a soul to seal. Yeah. And I told you once, you son of a bitch. I'm the best it ever was. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Charlie Daniels. Yep, yep. got right. it. Wow, and you got the band. Uh, you yeah. got the Charlie Daniels band, which is I didn't think maybe you would get oh, that, yeah, but that, you that, might. That was the easy part. That, the title <laughs> of the song is actually it, the title of the song is Devil, devil went, went down, down to, to Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. You got it. All right, so I am three for three. So You're the man. Anybody who fucking doubted me in this fucking contest, you can suck my... Eh. All right. So. All right, so segment two. Traditionally our sports segment. Correct. And we're going to stick with it. Now, when we got over here, we had the Watkins Glens race on. Yep. And you said, hey, who, who do you got today? I said, I'll save that for... Uh, um. The pod. Well, it'll be the conversation piece. Right. Because I felt last week Ross Chastain, my favorite driver, you know, got bent over the bar, took it in the chute, no lube, sandpaper finish, and didn't finish well. And I figured, you know what, is the, the fucking horror, evil curse I have on things I cheer for, I said, you know what, I did, I pulled what, um, your youngest and my youngest, when they're playing Madden, they're playing Madden against somebody. I pulled what somebody losing in Madden would do, and I fucking rage quit my fucking fantasy NASCAR league. I put on, they use the group me app. Group me app, the group, settle down, Mike. I know you're getting excited. Settle down. I put the, on the group me chat. Yeah. I said, because Chastain finished, last of the 10 drivers so i knew i had first pick i said give me bubba wallace for the rest of the year knowing full well bubba wallace isn't going to be a driver picked and i said if someone out of spite wants to fuck me out of bubba wallace my alternate pick will be jj yeely and i'm deleting this app <laughs> so i got bubba wallace who i think beat ross chastain who would have been my pick but still got me i think one or two points in the last place finish so I fucking rage quit my <laughs> pick em NASCAR league, and I've got Bubba Wallace from here on out. And, yeah, so. Good for you. Boy, did am I teaching you those are. guys a lesson by just pissing away my yeah. money? I'm fucking teaching those guys a lesson, aren't I, Dave? Yeah. They, I they're know. not going to fuck with me ever again. No, right now they're saying, <laughs> we got we to gotta reorganize this league and do something different because that Peters guy, he. He, he just he, gave he, us his money. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so let's go Bubba Wallace. Right. He doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell to win any race ever. Which, Why? He sucks. Oh, His team right. isn't as good. And he's, I mean, he may not get me the first pick every week because one of the, the big boys may wreck and Bubba Wallace finishes in 19th and one of the big boys finishes in less than 19th. So I would, but he's not going to win me any money. But I'll show those guys. You don't fuck with me. And like Andrew Dice Clay said, nobody fucks with Dice. Dice does the fucking. That's the way I'm rolling this fantasy league. And boy, have I taught them a lesson or what, Dave? 
Oh, but yeah. anyway, back to the other sports. And by the way, it was uh, who who did win that? We just uh, uh, Kyle Larson. Yeah. Speaking of Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson in NASCAR. Lucky he's in NASCAR, not one of the four sports, the four major sports, because if he was in the four major sports, he still wouldn't be participating. Especially when you see the the ultimate ruling. In the Deshaun Watson case, which you have, we have covered at length, I was going to put this in my fuck you, but it's not a fuck you, it's a sports statement. And it's like, whatever, I don't get it. And he agreed and settled, so now Deshaun Watson is finished for, finished, suspended for 11 games. An independent arbitrator, judge, whatever you want to call it, said six games. Fuck Stan Goodell, appealed it, and... and so they settled, so now it's 11 games. He's suspended for 11 games. It's something that our court system said there's not enough that we can go to trial with. There's just not enough. Right. And in this day and age, you can sue any... I can sue you for, like, hey, oh. Dave, you're, you you didn't come prepared for all those weeks with a song to stump me, so I'm suing you because I think we would have... 12 listeners instead of seven. So I'm suing you. So, you know, in this litigious era we live in, yeah. the court system said, hey, yeah, I know there's a lot of testimony. I know there's like 24, 30. 20, yeah. you know, there's a lot of women, but there's not really anything we can go on. And everybody says, well, he paid him money. Paying money doesn't necessarily mean guilt. It means like, hey, look at I don't want to fucking sit through the court system, and I don't want to delay all of this and put the shame on my me, my friends, my family, my teammates. It's like million dollars, two million dollars, five dollars, twenty dollars, depending on your circumstance. Because it's like, here's my take on it, and I'm not a legal expert, never claimed to be, and I've never read the six trillion pages of testimony. But here's my take on what happened. It's like, all right, let's say. Um, I'm, I won't put you in the bad light. I'll put me in the bad light. You know, you come on to me, start licking my ear, start rubbing my crotch, and I'm like, hey, Dave, come on, let's just finish episode 140. I, I don't know. That, that, that kind of puts me in the bad light, Mike. <laughs> or, or flip the position. <laughs> Listeners, use your discretion. Okay. And then, you know, you do you have your way with me and do what you will with me. And then the next morning I get up and I'm like, you know what? I Jeez, I thought I, I don't like the way Dave treated me on episode 140. So, you know what? Hey, 911, hey, uh, my podcast partner, you know, did this, this, and this. I, you know, all right, you're arrested. So let's, you know, with all the money that flights, football, and anything else, follow us on Twitter at EPODFFA, our Facebook page. You know, search us up, hit us up. With all the money that we're bringing in, you come to me and say, hey, look, I don't want to damage the brand name. How about I give you a million bucks? At that point... I either say, no, Dave, you know what? I thought you thought more of me as a podcast partner. No, no, you you, you wronged me during yeah. episode 140, and I'm not going to take it. Let's go to court, and we'll see what the judicial system says. Yep. <clears throat> Once I take that $1 million, I'm like, all right, hey, we're done. Yeah. Give me the million dollars. Right. Now, are you guilty? I don't know, but I'm happy with your million dollars. Hey, okay. Let's let's go on next week with 141, and we'll just forget all about this. I you know, and I'm not because he never ever. I don't think there's anybody ever said he raped anybody. He never 
because rape is wrong. And if he did something that was totally egregious, shoot the fucker. I don't care. I, you know, I, you know, because nobody deserves right. that treatment. No means no, and I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that. No means no. But hey, Dave, you want to jerk me off? That's not a crime in me asking you. You look at, you know, right. you can say to me, hey, fuck you, let's just finish this pod, stupid. Okay, right. fine. That's not a fucking crime, though. Now, if I grab your head and all, you know, all yeah. of a sudden got you in a, you know, you know, the, the, yeah. a Brazilian chokehold yeah. and, you know, force myself, that's a crime. But I don't think anybody, any of the 26, 24, 28, 30 girls right. have said that he did that. Right. So they settled out of the court. Independent arbitrator said six game. NFL uh, protested. What, that's what it's called, right? Protest. Uh, uh, what's the legal term? The legal term for it. And now, anyway, he settles for eleven games. That's and like I said last year. I've never ever seen a entity that wants one of their best players out. No, well, I mean, it's again. I I alluded to this last time we talked to it. In the sense that I don't think it's at this point it's not it's not a Deshaun Watson thing. It's it's bigger than that because they keep having to deal with this and they haven't made the punishments uh, severe enough to appear in their eyes. This is what I'm right. reading. This is not right. even my personal opinion. This is what I'm reading. You know, Washington Post, ESPN, whatever. They 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 got to ramp up the the penalty, the consequences to the point where, you know, their players and their anybody within the brand, really really thinks twice about you know what they're doing in their behavior and how they're they're talking to women. And I agree with that. Yeah. That said, the court system, which could care less about the NFL, the NCAA, Pop Warner League, or Dave and Mike's flights full of anything else, backyard football. Right. The courts are like, there's not a lot we can go to trial with. Is this better? We, we just can't bring charges on this guy for that. Secondarily, he's like, you know, they, everybody settled and he was, they went, Outside, and it was actually even a female independent arbitrator, independent judge, whatever her title was, and she said, you know, based on other suspensions, I'm going six games. He got six games for doing what he did, and Ray Rice got two games initially, and then he never played again. But Ray Rice never played again because he wasn't any good. That's the bottom line. If Ray Rice could have still played, Ray Rice would have played again. He wasn't any good. But there was video footage of Ray Rice dragging his wife or fiance, whatever she was at the time, out of the elevator. And he got a two-game suspension. Deshaun Watson got six for saying, hey, uh, yeah. help me out. I mean, come on. Right. And so it's just so, crazy that, right. you know, mm. that he would stick to that and want that. Yeah. So, uh, and I can't remember her name, the judge. Right, yeah. She alluded to, but didn't say because she couldn't, that her decision was just based on precedent. Right. And so they're trying, so then Goodell is trying to change the precedent so that future incidences, they can say, okay, 
Right. So now, and, and that, and I see, it, I, see, I see that line of thinking. Yeah. But you know how much, and I brought this up last pod or two pods ago, whatever. You know how mad the people of Cleveland with Cleveland were with Deshaun Watson? He he was the most focal point after any practices. Everybody lined up. Oh, yeah, 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 I know. Men, women, and children. He's autographing his cleats. He's signing this. He's signing that. You're the best. I love you. High five and everything. So, boy, everybody's really against Deshaun Watson, it looks like. Right? Huh? Well, I guess maybe not. But yet the NFL, so right. I think Roger Goodell is kind of like a, wants to show that, hey, I'm in charge of the most powerful sports league in the, in world, the world, with mm. the exception of whatever that soccer league is, because in the United States, soccer sucks high tip, but worldwide soccer dwarfs the NFL. So anyway, so let's leave worldwide out. In this country, the NFL. Right. Is absolute king, correct? So, no anyway, so that's my take on that. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what the big dog from spilling the nacho said because this is the topic that I said. All right, well then, I can't listen on my daily walk with Ruby like I normally do because I don't want you to sway my opinion. And I don't know if we're a hundred percent in agreement, or maybe we'll maybe he'll fucking freeze my franchise in the big dog league and won't even let me work my team. He's so mad. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um. Other sports news, how much money is television worth in sports, Dave? How much money is television worth in sports? I don't expect you to know the exact answer to that, but there's a method to my madness. So are we talking about the Big Ten contract that just got signed or no? We can circle back to that, but I'm not referring to that at this particular time. But, yes, I mean, that actually proves my point. Well, well. obviously, we're talking – we might be talking almost trillions. Right. Yeah. And here's a perfect example. The Baltimore Orioles this week Yeah. were slated this week. This year were slated to be the doormat of the American League East. Mm-hmm. Hey, they've you know, they've overtaken um expectations. They didn't really trade. They're a small market team. They're not gonna win anything, but it's a good story. I mean they're bought yeah. by Munner to hell. Yep. They put my beloved Red Sox in the basement. Right. Last night's Red Sox game, I think there was 44,000, give or take, people at Camden Yards to watch a rare Red Sox win against an American League East team. Tonight, Red Sox at Orioles in the Little League Classic in front of 2,500 people. How can a sport... Afford to miss out on 40,000 ticket sales. I don't know. Other than the TV money is just fucking <laughs> rad. Well, yeah, like, that's Because everybody's going to tune in. like, hey, no. these national baseball teams are playing on a little league field. Let's watch it. Who cares if the one team is overachieving and the other team is massively underachieving as Mike has clearly <laughs> pointed out episode upon episode upon episode and even fucking cried about it. But anyway... 40, I mean, they literally, I mean, yeah. what, you know, could you and I afford to give up 40,000 listens? Yeah, but I mean, is there going to be 40,000 people at the, because when I watch some of these ball games and, you know, whether it's the Tigers or it's the, I don't know, it's the Diamondbacks or it's or it's the Angels. Oh, yeah. Those games 
games. They're not. There's two thousand people well, at those that's, games. That's, that's an extreme. Lore. Whatever. But Four thousand. Well, they're more net at a big league game. It just looks empty because they're such big parts. I'm telling you, there were 44,000 people at Saturday night's Red Sox Oriole game for a team that's uh, before the game was two games under 500 and a team that's two games over 500. But they're so excited because they're t- the Orioles at this point have usually are usually like 30 in a million. Right. I, mean, I mean, they're so. I mean, the Orioles couldn't even compete in little. Yeah, they've already they've lost won. their hundred games. Right. Yeah. But now they're you know two games above. They're surprising everybody. There was forty four fucking thousand people. Wow! At Camden Yards, and now wow. tonight they're playing at that little league field in front of twenty five hundred people. Why? Because it's on ESPN, and the oh, television yeah. money just fucking rules the rules. And I didn't. I I've got that saved on my phone. But the Big Ten. I mean, it's part. It's like Fox and like two other networks, oh, yeah. and it's like it's six yeah. billion, right, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Six billion dollars to watch college football. Yeah. Well, it's a coast to coast deal now because you well, got right. USC and UCLA. Yes. Yeah. Now that I've been corrected. Yes. Because you, yeah. you, 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 whatever. Exactly. Whatever. So, um, and one final, um, I wouldn't have known this, but I saw the ticker. So if you saw the ticker, you'll know it too. But I'll one other stump, Dave. Um, Haslam, the guy's like, uh, I think his first name is Usim. You seal, you oh, seem. Usyk? Um, you talking UFC? No, I'm, oh. no. Oh yeah, we'll get to that later. Um, no, Adonis, Adonis, Adonis Haslam. Okay. Whatever his first name is from the Miami Heat, agreed to return. He's to play next year for the Heat. Forty-two years old. It'll be his twentieth season with the Miami Heat. He joins two other players to play twenty seasons with one team. Can you name either of the two players that he joined? Akeem so, Olajuwon? Nope. nope. So now it's Haslam. Uh, All right. Think helicopter. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe. And then Kareem? Nope. Nope. Because uh, Kareem started with the Bucks. Oh, he did? Yes. Oh. Um, Michael Jordan? Nope. Nope. Shit. Um, Larry Bird? Think. Sa- uh, same race. Uh. And Mark Cuban. Oh shit! Um, and German for the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna think of it, but I, obviously for Dallas. Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, yeah. Dirk. So Dirk, Kobe, and now um, Haslam are the only players that have played 20 seasons in the NBA with one team. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Hats off. Yeah. So um, Kamaru Uslam. Defending champ, UFC 270-whatever, was in everybody's mind was winning that fight. And at 404, the fifth round, a jab and a left foot kick to the head knocked his ass out, and he lost his title. And he even, he even put on Twitter, he said, hey, even champs make mistakes. And that's, that's the beauty of that sport. It's like no matter... You know, like Mike Tyson used to always say, he he would always, he said everybody's got a plan to get punched in the mouth. <laughs> you, you know, right. and you know he's one of the you know, he's just yeah. he's ahead on points. It wasn't really the fight that you know major pay per view fans want to see, but as a champion, he's holding on. And I I feel bad. I don't know the champ's name. Um, oh, I don't. Uh, have, I yeah. keep wanting to say Mayweather, but obviously that's not it. No. Um, Edwards, Leanne Edwards. Yeah. 
how I got Mayweather out of Leon Edwards is anybody's guess. But um, uh, uh, <laughs> Usman, yeah, it's, it's a unanimous decision. Case yeah. on to the next fight. Other than Edwards being the first to get him down on the mat via takedown, that's never happened to Usman. He fought a lackluster fight. He even said it. He said, at my worst, I beat him on his best. Now, I don't know if that was Usman's best, but it was, according to Edwards, it was his worst. So it's like, and it just goes to show you, you just stay in there, you know, just the old puncher's chance. Obviously, he kicked, but not punched. Right. And, you know, he it threw a jab that kind of stood him up in a left foot to the fucking head. Boom. Out he goes. <laughs> Good I night. mean, and, and, and Uzman didn't, you know, make excuses. Yeah. I made a mistake. <laughs> you know, Oops. You, you make a mistake <laughs> with a fucking foot to your head, and you pay the price severely. So, all right. What else in sports? Anything that I didn't cover or what? Oh, nothing. They're just if you follow the soap opera that is uh, the PGA Tour and the Live, um, you see Patrick Reed, who I guess is one of the most, as far as fan the fan base is concerned, one of the most hated, right? disliked. Yeah, I was going to say Pat, cause yeah. Pat McAfee. I think it's Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee hates Patrick Reed. Yeah, yeah. So he's suing uh, Brandel Chambly, who is a uh, announcer yep. for the Golf Channel. For seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Wow! Because obviously, whatever Brandel said has damaged uh, Reed's reputation to the extent that you know he needs seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Be interested to see what he said, because that's extreme damage. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's all about the live thing, and oh, it's basically calling him over the years, calling him a cheater. Everybody so, says that though. Yeah, everybody. He's got the reputation on the tour as a cheater. Yeah. So I don't. I don't so know where that's going. So he live or PGA? He's live. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think Shambly or yeah, Brandel was on some kind of a rant about you know his, you know about his about his going to the live and you know take his cheating over there anyway. Blah blah blah. So yeah, it's. Whatever, but seven hundred fifty million. So you go basically anywhere, any social media, any media in general, and people are just rolling their eyes, going, "Yeah, this is the most ridiculous thing." You just, if if you didn't think your reputation was very good right now, it's even worse now that you're suing him for seven hundred fifty million dollars. Right. So. So. Yeah, he'll lose. But let, that goes back to the what we talked about earlier with the Deshaun Watson. You can sue anybody for anything. Right. Yeah. And when the courts aren't going to take it. All right. Time to, what do you think? Time to rate? Time to rate. A little superhero. Yep. All right. Um, perfect mix of a 12 percenter and a peanut butter flavor. So I'm going two excellent selections, by the way. But I'm going to put superhero above Perrin at a flat 4.00 because it was I like I said perfect mix you had peanut butter throughout but you definitely feel and I don't want to say taste the 12% but you feel the 12% and like if, if we got a six pack of this yeah. and we split it I think by the third one it was like all right dude, I'm going to go to bed that's it <laughs> but I did yeah actually wonderful so yeah lunchbox 
four-point rating. My rating scale, the way I do it, is I try to think of, you know, with the Perrin 5910, I'm trying to think of the IPAs I've had. How does it rate against the IPAs I've had? With this one, I try to rate it against, um, you know, the the stouts, the, especially the right. peanut butter. I think, I want to say, like, Cracker Jack. Yeah, or, the Cracker Jack by uh, Mitten or yeah. uh, Mitten Brewing Company or whatever. Right, right, right. In that neighborhood. Now, I can't remember what I rated that, but... I needed to make sure I rated this at a four point or more just for all the, like I wouldn't have been able to really tell that this was a 12 point, oh, yeah. you know, 12.0 beer. So I gave it a 4.1. Well, tied it. Tied your pair. So in terms of how I thought about it in that style of beer in, you know, in stouts, I, you know, I had the same feeling as I did with the parent in the IPA category. Right. Well, how do we stack up to the old on tap crowd, David? That's a good question, Mike. Uh, With a whopping 104 check-ins, 104 check-ins, 4.27. All right, so now Perrin, we were just above. Superhero, we're just below, but obviously 104 check-ins is a little skewed. But we're still in the ballpark. I mean, all three of us have it at four, so... Mike, we have to take a time out and talk about the Maple Grill Restaurant and Microbrewery. The Maple Grill is a farm-to-table restaurant serving a rotating menu of local fare prepared over a wood-fired grill by Chef Josh Shading and his team. Brewmaster Len Shading is always busy creating some amazing craft brews, ciders, and seltzers. Grandma Stout is my favorite, and I know, Mike, the Dirty Duck IPA is yours. Check out their website at www dot the maple grill g-r-i-l-l-e dot net and see what's on the food and beverage menus for that day or week they do not take reservations to dine in and carry out is preferred using the carry out order link on their website regular business hours are tuesday through saturday 11 a.m to 8 p.m closed on sundays and mondays the maple grill is located at 13105 gratiot road in hemlock from delicious burgers, chicken, fish, and steak dinners to pizzas and craft beverages. The Maple Grill is a farm-to-table, wood-fired dining experience. Well, Mike, your least favorite part of the show is the third segment, which we're getting to right here. And we've got a tasting from Nate the Big Dog at Spilling the Nachos, correct? Yes. All right. We have a kind of like a uh, inner pod beer exchange program going on. Exactly. You know, we get a four-pack... Drink yeah. two is like, if I think Nate and Tommy would like it. You know, I ship them a couple beers. Nate and Tommy have some that they think we would like. They ship them to us. So, hey, little uh, quid pro quo. There you go. Well. Nice to work that into the yeah. pod. Uh, this is a Austin Brothers selection, and we know we uh, enjoy Austin Brothers. This is a fruited uh, sour, sorry. This is called Helloa Punch. Helloa Punch. I hesitate on that just because I'm going to make sure I pronounce that correctly. H-E-L-L-O-H-A. Helloa. Helloa. So the specifics on this one, 5.5%, 7 IBU. 7, is that the... 7 is a uh, very weird (laughs) IBU number. I think normally that's when they go to zero or NA or something like that. So, but I'm going Austin Brothers into an Austin Brothers 
Beer Company glass. So. And I've paired it with the uh, the other one. What is the style? I've got to look up what the style of glass this is. I've got the Kinney Creek. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, I'm sure there's a name for it. Oof. Have you taken the notes on this? Yeah, it's uh, sour ale with passion fruit, pineapple, guava, and orange. And I'm smelling the guava. I don't know what I'm guava smelling. Guava and ass. <laughs> okay. I didn't want to be the first one to say it. I knew you would. I don't. I'm sure it tastes a lot better than the notes. Oi. Wow. It's sour. Tastes better than it smells. For sure. Who doesn't really, though? <laughs> wow. There's a lot to unpack there, Mike. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because if you're just going to go on scent, it's uh, your nose deep in asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the taste is surprisingly pleasant. Yeah, I would say there's a lot of there's a lot of fruit the, stuff going on there. Yeah, the pineapple comes out in the taste. The ass and the guava come out on the smell. Not that it matters, but on the can it says the IBUs is ten. All right. Well, yeah. Well, ten makes more sense than seven. Right? But <laughs> I actually think the the pineapple, the guava, the yeah. So I'm looking at pineapple, guava, and orange juice. That's why we're getting the crazy notes off of this thing. The finish is pineapple, orange. The scent is guava, and ass. Because <laughs> really, I cannot get past the scent. It's like oh, that smells like ass. I mean, it's like okay. <laughs> Sure. Not yeah. a dirty ass, really, but it's just like a... <laughs> yeah, standard yeah. ass. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been, jogging? <laughs> um, all right, what do we got segment three here, Dave? In a wetsuit. Because <laughs> te- technically, here's where we come with the Mount Rushmore. But right. we threw the listeners to, you know, a little uh, 12 to 6 Uncle Charlie curveball. Right. And put uh, Mount Rushmore <laughs> segment one. So now we're uh, sort of dangling in the wind, so to speak, segment three. So this will show our true podcasting abilities. If we stimmer and stammer and stutter, then we suck. Yeah. If we come up with something. Yeah. So I want you to know right. I want to know right now. So tomorrow is typically because your day off is a Monday. Yes. You mow your lawn. Sometimes, most of yeah, the time. So, sometimes I'm on it whenever, whenever it fits, but yes. We've had quite a bit of rain the yeah, last I, couple I, days. I've given up on my lawn, fuck them. Because now with <laughs> all this what, rain we've that's had. That's what I'm wondering. With all this rain we've had, everybody's lawn looks good. So I kind of wave the white flag. It's like, well, okay, you guys are all fucking cheaters. And everybody's lawn looks good, so fuck you. I stand tallest. Because actually this summer when, you know, we had a real rough June or July... Mother Nature wise, it took a lot toll on a lot of lawns. Yeah, well, especially. And I think I was even other than the edging factor because I don't edge. I don't have fucking time for that. I've got a. Is your sprinkling system on? Because you're calling everybody else a cheater, but you got a sprinkling system. I don't. I, I don't use it as often. Okay. Because there's a small leak somewhere, and Marlow Company has not found it, and I just don't use it as much because it floods up the window well. But they can't find the leak, and the leak isn't inside, because if the leak was inside, I'd be getting water in my basement. But I don't get water in my basement, but you can plainly... So, with my OCD, I haven't been using it as much. But the the last three weeks, we really haven't needed it, 
because of Mother Nature, everybody's grass is green. So now it's like, now I'm just a commoner like everybody else and everybody's grass is green. So it's like, fuck you guys. I shine when the going gets tough, right. Mike's lawn gets going. Because dare I say, other than the edging, I beat my rival, the 900-year-old lady across the street. And oh, I don't lawn, know. No, my lawns look better than hers in the dog days when, you know, not in the dog days, the premature dog days, my lawn looked better than hers. Okay. Other than the edging. I don't edge. I ain't fucking got time to edge. I fucking have a job. I have a life. I like to drink. I ain't got time to edge <laughs> well, that fucking lawn. Clearly, she doesn't have time to drink because she's edging her lawn, and I mean, yeah, that she is mows pristine. It, she actually mows her lawn four times a day. <laughs> it's like, I get, you know, hey, you're... That might not be If that's my retirement, just cutting grass, then I'm going to go to the one guy on Madeline who has his man sale, which is about 12 fishing rods that nobody ever shows up to. His name is Joe. And I'm going to grab one of Joe's fishing rods, take the fishing wire, wrap it tight around my neck, and just squeeze until I'm done. Because it's just... that's that. That can't be retirement, Dave. Right. Uh, no, I agree. A man said, I'm sitting in my driveway in a, a fucking. It's not even a busy thoroughfare or or nothing. It's a dead end street essentially, and you have a sign, man sale, and you're sitting out there. And you can tell the grandson is fucking madder than a fucking cage. Raccoon, that he's got to sit out there. He probably, I'm, he, I'm sure he loves his grandpa. Who wouldn't? Yeah, everybody loves his grandpa. He does. He does. Yeah, he loves his grandpa. Yeah. But it's like he, it's like grandpa. There ain't no, there ain't nobody in this fucking neighborhood buying a fucking fishing rod, and you ain't getting the the the, the drive through that. No, we yeah. want to sell these right, 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 right. And that's what his man sale is, like 12 different fishing rods. Right. Now, I'll, I will tell you, just to make you feel better so you can sleep tonight, that he's done with the man sales. I talked As to him. two days ago because he, there was he had another main, one? There was a man sale two days ago. Then he lied to me. Yeah, he, he did because it was, what, today's what, Sunday? So two days ago. Yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday, he said he Thursday, wasn't going to do another one. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, he had another one because I saw the table. Him and his grandson with the fishing rods. And I'm thinking, it's like, fuck, dude, just give him the fucking Salvation Army. Throw him in the fucking river. <laughs> Leave him on the riverbank. You ain't fucking making any money off this shit. Did you say Salvation Army? Like Salvation Army? I don't know what it is. The, the, the American Red Cross there. That's easier for me to say. Um, What is it? Salvation? It, it's Salvation Army. I thought you said Salvation Army. Right, well, if I said... Well, <laughs> Because we know they wouldn't be salivating over those fucking fishing rods, that's for sure. But it's like, come on, it's like, what is, why, your time, man. Right. For instance, um, yeah, today's the 21st, right? Yeah. Oh, correct, in-house correction corner, my brother-in-law's Yahoo Fantasy Draft is one week from tonight at 7 p.m., so I'm not currently missing my Fantasy Draft for the, all those of you at home keeping Keeping score. track, yeah. Okay. So... But anyway, last week or like 10 days ago, the new 7-Eleven, which opened on Shattuck and Bay, and there was a 7-Eleven like it was literally 300 yards to the west, Mm -hmm. opened up on the corner 
a bay in Shattuck with the gas station. Correct. Which the other one did not have. Right. So their grand opening prices, them and the, I think it's a BP, which is a little bit further south on Bay Road, but north of Weiss, got in, into a little bit of a uh, gas war, if you will, because everybody knows, well, now gas lately has been... Um, Four bucks. Ish. Well, no, it's been three seventy six, and actually, my last two Phillips have been less than a hundred dollars in the twenty twenty two Chevrolet, not GMC Blazer, has been less than a hundred bucks. I've been looking over my shoulder every time after a leak because I feel like I'm fucking stealing from them. <laughs> you know, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for a tank of gas. So, but anyway, the new one opened up, so the BP said, "Well, we don't want to lose business with them." So for like a three day period, gas on. Those two gas stations was anywhere between three ten and three nineteen Shut a up. gallon. Yeah, it was absolutely without question, and they were fucking li- both of them just oh. lined up to the gills. And my point is, like I told Liz, I was like, I mean, hey, you know, we're not Elon Musk or Bill Gates or yeah. even Michael Jordan, sure, for that matter. But it's like your time for something, right? I mean, oh yeah. I'm not gonna. Do you, do you get gas in, out, boom, done, yeah. and pay $6 more? Or do you wait 25 minutes? No, you pay $6 more and you don't wait 25 <laughs> right. minutes, yeah. But, yeah, so then anyway, now then 7 Eleven must have got the message like, all right, well, hey, grand opening, two, three, four days, whatever. So now they're both at the 360 ish range or whatever. But it was interesting to see yeah. the lineups. Oh, yeah. I mean, because both of them were, let's say they both have four pumps. There were four cars per pump. People looking to save that money because right. everybody's been used to paying the four nineteen a gallon or whatever. Yeah. No, I would. I mean, I, I guess that would be pretty enticing to see three ten a gallon because everywhere we went up in the UP, you know, it, it was still, like you said, 370 something, 399 somewhere around four bucks. Right. Exactly. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right. Fuck you. All right, Dave. Do you have one or do you want me to go first? I do. All right, go ahead. You want me to go? Bring it. All right. You're hosting at the Soul Studio. You get the first fuck you. This is a repeat. Uh, Driving back from Houghton. So it's seven and a half hours, depending, give or take, depending Traffic, on how, the, yeah, stop, how long you're waiting just, at the yeah. bridge, that kind of stuff. So when you're coming back from Houghton, there's a lot of two-lane traffic, right? East-west, yeah. north-south, whatever. If you're going from Sini down to whatever the 77 and Highway 2 interchange is, et cetera, et cetera. In the Upper Peninsula's wisdom, they, you know, they put in quite a few uh, passing lanes here and there. But, unfortunately, in one of the stretches where it's two lanes for quite a while along Highway 2, you know, I get to the back of a car, and we're going, it's 65 miles an hour for a lot of the trip, not all of it. Sometimes it goes down to 55. If you're going through some of the little bergs, you know, it gets down into 40, 45, whatever. But it's 65 miles an hour, and all of a sudden we're creeping at 45. And I'm like, what the hell? What is going on right now? What's ha- and there's a long line. I mean, long. I mean, any curve. So, yeah, so you can't pass. No, yeah. there's there's no way to pass. There's, 
you know, I'm looking as far as I can see around any curve and whatever, it's just cars and fifth wheels and whatever. So I'm starting to get a little annoyed. So long story fifth short. Fifth wheel is somebody pulling a trailer or something? No, not pulling a trailer. The fifth wheel is actually those, you know, it's basically like you're pulling a house, another house. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, like they're, they cost about as much as the one that we're in right now, but it's on wheels, and it, it goes into the back of the pickup. So it, like, uh, it hooks into the, into, the, into the bed of the hookup. Or, excuse me, there's the hookup is in the bed of the trailer, as opposed to if you're pulling, um, okay. you know, a camper yeah. or whatever. Anyway, they're the big-ass, huge, 14-foot, they barely scrape underneath the viaduct kind of a trailer. That's what a fifth wheel right. is. Anyway, but we digress. I'm getting back. Long story short, you know, I'm like, I'm finally, I'm like, I'm seeing the end of the road, but I'm not quite seeing, like, who the jack-off is who's going 45 miles an hour. You know, this is now, it probably, to me, it seemed like it was, like, three hours, but it was probably, like, 40 minutes. And we get to it, and I'm right around uh, Nabinaway, which is, like, the Hiawatha... Um, the Hiawatha has 35,000 uh, acres of, like, sportsman's club and stuff like that. And you're on Highway 2, and we're starting to get to that. And it gets to a passing lane, and I'm like, here we go. Let's go. And I'm ready to put the pedal to the metal, whatever you want to call it. And I get up there, and it's a bunch of, like, Model Ts. Like, there's a car show or something. And somebody was not putting their car on a trailer and trailing it to wherever this car show was. I'm driving driving their fucking Model T 40 miles an hour on Highway 2 on a Saturday. I just, I don't know. It's just, why that made my blood boil, who knows? Maybe it would make your blood boil, but if, you, if you've if you got eight actually, hours. If you really think about it, with that much traffic, you think that car would have kind of like just pulled off to the side, let everybody pass, and then get back out and... One would think. There were three of them in a row. I support your fuck you, Dave. That's a valid fuck you because it's like, hey, look. 20 hey, miles an hour below yeah, you, the speed you're limit. You're fucking cool, dude. You have a million-year-old car. Nobody gives a fucking shit about your million-year-old car. Get the fuck out of my way. I, yeah. Hey, I'm you know I'm going to support that fuck you. <laughs> Thank that, you that'll Mike. be my fuck you, and I wasn't even with you. <laughs> I do have I do have one, too. But, um, but yeah, I, I agree with that. That's, that is... Because, you know, even the Amish in a horse and buggy. They'll get over Direct the horse to the side so cars can get by them and then they get back yeah. out. Even though there are signs clearly marked, hey, yeah. Amish, you know, be be prepared for right. slow, bad beard people yeah. pulling a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so, bad yeah. beard people. So no, we even had one of those fifth wheels that was like 5,000 square feet. Like, I don't even know how a truck was pulling this damn thing. That he must have realized how many cars he had in back of him because he pulled off to the side of the road and let, you know, a bunch of us go through. But yeah, that wasn't anyway. really five thousand square feet. Do you think? Uh, it could have been if you include the height. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. All right. What's your What's yours? Actually, mine is by proxy. Okay. And that's why we're married. Not you and I. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say, is there something I didn't know? <laughs> Liz and I, because yeah. she told me this story. She was shopping at Meyer the other day, and she's looking for green peppers. So, you know how you, like, pick the produce up, and you're like, if it's real squishy and shit, 
you know, you're not going to take that one. So you pick the other one up. <laughs> I and, heard this. And she's like, somebody behind her said, you shouldn't touch the produce. And Liz looked at her like, okay, so, you know, how else do you know if it's, she's thinking, how else do you know if it's good? So Liz kind of like smiled. Yeah, I know, right? And continued to find the pepper she wanted. And the lady said, you shouldn't touch the produce. And like Liz looked at her, and again, this is why I married her, said she just kind of like just touched a bunch of them. Like a five, and I'm not bad-mouthing my wife, she even said it. To me, she said, like a five-year-old, I just touched a bunch of the fruit and walked away. Right. So my fuck you is like, it's like, stupid. How do you think that fucking, do you think it grew there? Do you think Meyer grows their produce right in the right in the bend with no soil, no dirt, no water, no sun? How do you think that fucking produce gets in there? And if you think every one of the Meyer associates wears, you know, sanitized gloves as they handle your precious fucking produce, right? You're sorely mistaken. Yeah. You gotta wash your stuff anyway. And I think now that you say that, I think Liz even said, "Yeah, that's why you gotta wash your produce," with a smile, figuring that the lady was busting her chops. And then she said it again, "Well, no, you have to. You shouldn't touch the produce." Like, hey, you know what? Fuck you, and you're not touching your produce, you stupid bitch. Grow your own shit, and then that way nobody fucking touches it but you. Because how do you think that fucking produce got in that fucking bin to begin with? Are you kidding me? Don't touch the produce. You know, it's not like Liz was sampling the uh, cucumbers and shooting a, uh, uh, um, not 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 me too. What is it? Uh, what is the stream? Uh, uh, not what is the fucking not me too. Uh, not YouTube. Uh, what uh, friends? You? What what is that fucking video where? What are you talking? Jamie, help me out. You're you know the girl you used to babysit. Um, only for OnlyFans or whatever they're called. It's not like Liz was shooting a video. OnlyFans? Oh, yeah, it's not like fans Liz, only. Fans only. I don't know. Whatever. It's not like she was shooting a fucking video with a cucumber. That would because that would be weird. And I'd probably support the lady. But she's just trying to pick a pepper. Yeah. It's like because right. seriously, the Meyer the Meyer people don't fucking have gloves on when they put that produce in there. Right. So somebody's touched it, stupid. So if you don't like it, grow your own produce. Didn't so she say, didn't I, she? By proxy, fuck you to that lady. Anyway, what? Didn't Liz say she was going to do something like lick every every well, pepper? Every well, no, I, I, she may have said that, but she wouldn't have done it. No, I know she wouldn't have, have done wrong, it. That would have yeah. yeah. just been weird. But, <laughs> but yeah, so that was, that's my, because actually I had a good week. I had nothing yeah. totally out of line happen, and it was actually a pretty good week. So good. I felt that. I wanted to share my wife's experience with somebody that was so fucking stupid. Oh, you shouldn't touch produce. Like, okay. Well, then you and I are communicating. You shouldn't fucking speak to me because you have mad. Get the fuck out of my face, you idiot. Anyway, so right. I thought that was kind of funny. But I was kind of proud of Liz for, like, yeah. being challenged yeah. and touching them all and walking away. So, I'll show you. Yeah, Just like you showed the... the yeah, by NASCAR yeah, league. NASCAR Fuck league. you, I've got Bubba Wallace every year. All right, yeah, you guys are against one less competitor, apparently. <laughs> but, all right, what all else right. you got? Anything, any final parting shots, Dave? Yeah, I don't have any farty, farting. 
<laughs> final, yeah. final parting. Oh, by the way, you know, speaking of the screen on the your iPad there, yeah. Bears are two and zero. Oh uh, that doesn't mean shit. You know. That. No, I know it doesn't. But hey, I mean, it, it may be the only two wins we get, motherfucker. So let me enjoy the moment. Stop shitting on me, would you please? Um. Yeah. Oh, the next thing I want to watch on ESPN, and Liz and I were going to start watching it the other night, but it was like, I got to get up for work, so I'm not going to start it now. Yeah. Um, it's called the Savannah Bananas. What? I guess it's oh, minor, I guess it's a right minor, yep, I guess it's a minor league baseball team that uh, is yeah. baseball and then some. And, then and they the, fucking and then sold out every fucking Dancing thing. or yeah. something. I don't yeah, know they're the acrobatics, and they're, but they're, they, they play baseball. So on, on ESPN... Savannah Bananas, that'll be something all of us can watch together. So, all right, third tasting. Yeah. Up to you to rate it first, Dave. And I've already got my rating written down. Uh, I'm I'm not going to lie on this one. I didn't like the combination with the pineapple. We've had some pineapple. We've had some guava. We've had some orange. I'm not a big fan. I'm a big fan of Austin Brothers. Yes. Not a big fan of this combination. So, um I'm not a huge fan of the sours anyway. You know, I don't hate them. I like them. the usual finches. Yeah, some of them, the super, super sour ones, I kept complaining and whining about how I was eating a, a mouthful of Warheads. But, yeah, not a super big fan of this one. I've got it at a 2.0. Woo! Yeah. Wow, one of our biggest discrepancies in quite a while. Basically, for the same reasons, I wasn't a huge fan but I wasn't as anti as you because, hey, I'm willing to try a little ass every now and then, I guess. I went 3.21 because I thought I thought the, the flavor was an interesting mix. And on the finish, the finish is decent. The smell, I think the smell, you know, just like a, a skunk. Let's say, yeah. you know, skunk may be a fine tasting delicacy if you fry it up right and cook it but that initial smell is going to ruin your you'll be like oh that fucking just stinks too bad i can't eat it that's a horrible analogy yeah, well, <laughs> i'm going i'm sticking with it though, okay all right but i yeah I, yeah i can't punish it to the level <laughs> you did i'm, I'm giving it a 3.21 just for it's like a bearded lady you know, sure. Or the one-armed man, or the, yeah. the one-legged man in an ass-kicking. The oddity level of it I gotcha. is why I'm not going to punish it like you did. All right, so at 1.2, so just a little over 1,000 check-ins on Untapped, right? Yep. You are way more in line than I am at 3.88. Oh, that, now that, yeah, that's craziness. I mean, that's, <laughs> there's no way this, and like you said, hey, we've interviewed Blake. From Austin Brothers. Yeah. You know, and I, we love most of their beers. Yeah, true. I like this one better than you did. I mean, it's actually even a, in the Sorbet. 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 Yeah, the like T is the, silent. The, the, yeah. Sorbet, the Sorbet series. Yeah. Um, we, we spoke very highly of Austin Brothers. But, yeah, there's no way this, this beer borderlines a four. Yeah, I, I'm probably generous at the 3.21. You're a little overly critical at the 2.00, but right. hey, yeah, it is what it is, right, Dave? Exactly. And with that, we're going to bring episode 140 of Flight Football and Anything Else to its close because as I look down at the bottom of my glass, 
I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late great Stuart Scott would say, <laughs> you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.